You're listening to the Fleet Podcast. Welcome to the Fleet Podcast. It's a podcast all about Fleet and Church Crookham. Every month, we'll be featuring local community events, charities, and also bands where we have the interest. If you are any of those things, we want to hear from you. So please get in touch via the website, fleetpodcast.co.uk. I'm Anthony. I live in Church Crookham, so hopefully you'll find some of this of use. And I'd really like you to get involved. Equally, please share this link to this podcast on social media. The more people that listen, the more people that can promote events going on in the local community. It's all a bit of fun, so hopefully we can all get something from it. Welcome to the brand new Fleet Podcast. Coming up in the first podcast then, we're going to be talking to the Food Bank about what they do in the local community. We're also going to be talking to the local fire service in relation to their charity fundraising car wash over the Easter weekend. But first, going to talk to Heart Council about the One You Wellbeing Festival. You're listening to the Fleet Podcast. Local news and information for Fleet, Church, Crookham and surrounding areas. Heart District Council have teamed up with NHS North East Hampshire and Farnham Clinical Programming Group, Rushmore Borough Council and Waverley Borough Council to organise a special wellbeing day and a two-week festival from Sunday 7th to Sunday 21st of May. I spoke with Liz Glenn from Heart Council, the Health and Policy Officer, and I started by asking her what is the One You Wellbeing Festival? The festival is really a celebration of the small changes that we can all make to help us kind of feel good and improve our health. So it's changes like moving a bit more each week or choosing healthier foods, perhaps drinking a bit less, or even taking simple steps to help us sleep better or to stress less. And we've actually linked up with a national campaign from Public Health England called One You, which um, provides people with lots of tools, support and encouragement to make those changes. And the festival is really about sharing those tools and tips and connecting people with the support and opportunities in their local area. And so what can people expect at the festival itself? Well, the festival starts with a special wellbeing day on Sunday the 7th of May. So Residents can, of all ages can pop along to Aldershot Garrison Sports Centre any time between 11am and 3pm uh, to get tips and support on a range of topics um, such as getting active, eating well, weight management and how to de-stress. And the day will also include opportunities to try a range of activities. Um, and we're also offering a free NHS health check for people aged between 40 and 74. So that's sort of something a little bit like a sort of personal health MOT. Um, and there will also be a chance to meet with the Hampshire Fire and Rescue Service and to check out their fire engine. So there's something there for all ages. <laughs> um, and then from Monday the 8th to Sunday the 21st of May, we've got two weeks of free discounted and low-cost physical activity sessions. And those are happening across Hart, Rushmore and Waverley. Um, and we're hoping to encourage residents to try something new and um, to find an activity they enjoy because we know that finding something we enjoy means that we're more likely to stick with it so we're um there's a there's a really good range of activities happening everything from friendly walking groups beginners running uh swimming exercise classes and even walking football 
walking football. That sounds like an interesting one. Yeah, it's a, it's a um, much like uh, normal football, but um, at a at a walking pace, so it's a slower pace. Um, so it, it really appeals to people who have enjoyed football um, in the past and want to carry on, but perhaps can't um, continue playing the um, the full game, or or to people who are sort of new to football and just want to to try it out. So it's proving really popular um, in Hart and Rushmore, and this is a great opportunity to get more people involved. Yeah. Yeah. So who else is involved in the project then apart from 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 Hart? Well, we're working uh, in partnership with uh, uh, a number of organisations, uh, North East Hampshire and Farnham Clinical Commissioning Group, Rushmore Borough Council and Waverley Borough Council um, to organise the festival. Um, but there's also lots of organisations taking part throughout the festival. Uh, all of the activities happening throughout the two weeks are going to be delivered by local leisure centres, instructors and sports clubs. Um, and we're really grateful to all of them for taking part. Um, it's just a great chance to raise the profile of the range of opportunities that are out there for people to get active in the area. I'm impressed that you're you're talking about stress as part of this programme. Well, the, the National One U campaign from Public Health England looks at a whole range of things that can affect our health. So that's um, everything from uh, eating well and moving more to things that affect um, our emotional well-being and how we just generally feel in ourselves. So something as simple as sleeping a bit better um, or having some simple tools and techniques to help us manage stress all of these things combined can just help us to feel good uh, in ourselves and actually just help us to get more out of life as well so um, I guess the obvious question is and I think I know the answer to it but is well-being an issue do you think to the people of heart right now and is awareness not as good as it should be I think there's always more that we can do to help people um, to identify those small changes they can make that will help them uh, to feel good and improve their health. Um, we know that in heart we have um, overall very good um, well-being, but there's definitely still more that we can do. And I think uh, Heart District Council and our partners, we all recognise that modern day life doesn't always make it easy for people to make those healthy choices. No. Um, and for many people with busy lives, you know, health is often at the bottom of the priority list and that's Agreed. Just, um, how it is so you know we we re- really want to help people um you know to, to identify those changes and and to connect with the the support that is out there um in the community because we know that being healthy in in middle age can actually double a person's chances of being healthy at 70 and beyond um and many of the changes that people can make to improve their health in the longer term uh, can also help them to get the most out of life in the short term too so the the benefits um, are potentially huge marvelous okay and, and how can people find out more if they'd like to to look into it further if they want to find out more they can go to heart district council's website and search one U, and on there they'll find lots of information about the well-being day on the 7th of may and also a program of what's on during the two weeks as well liz glenn from heart council thank you very much get involved send your news and stories via fleetpodcast.co.uk On Easter Saturday 15th of April, Fleet Fire Station are holding a charity car wash. It starts at 10.30 and finishes at 4pm. I spoke to Jack from Fleet Fire Station to find out more. So the event aid of the Firefighters Charity, which is a national charity, so we do a national car wash across March and April, across all stations and all counties across the UK, um, for the Firefighters Charity that helps injured firefighters and sort of their families get back to 
full health back to work and kind of recover from any injuries that they have that's a really good cause so who's going to be actually doing the car washes then on 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 the event day itself uh the firefighters themselves so (laughs) we'll be doing well most of the footwork yeah uh, and uh yeah, so more or less just us. Okay, and, and what's the date of the event? 15th April, which is this Saturday. So how much is it going to cost for, for me to bring my car down then? So we asked for a donation. We have a suggested donation of £5. However, any donation is welcome, of course. Okay, cool. And I understand from, from uh, seeing your event promoted on social media that you're going to be offering something extra for the kids. Is that right? Yeah, of course. So there'll be a chance to jump on the fire engine, try on a bit of fire kit, have a few photographs on the fire engine and uh, have a general look around and then find out a bit more about what we do as firefighters. For me, being really rubbish with directions, how do I find where the event's being held at the fire station? So two ways. One, you can go or use a Google Maps like you would do or any map. Search just using the postcode, which is GU513LP. Or we're on Connell Road on the corner of Albany Road. Okay, perfect. Thank you very much. You're listening to the Fleet Podcast. Local news and information for Fleet, Church, Crookham and surrounding areas. Finally, having enough food to eat is something we probably take for granted. I caught up with Heart Food Bank and Christine Siddle, the manager there, to understand what they do in the local community and how we can help. A typical week would be, um, we we open twice, um, Mondays and Thursdays, so we make sure we've got a team in each food bank branch um fleet derby green and hook and they have a team in each center and they are ready to open up with the food anything else that they need to meet and greet any prospective clients um and we have volunteers so that's the first thing and the second thing is that we hope we will get the donation of food to sort and also that we'll get some clients in Right. Okay. And what what does a typical family look like that come and obviously come to you for help? It does vary a lot, actually. Um, we mainly get people who are maybe young families or a sort of person who's had some kind of crisis in their life. So there there isn't really a typical. But I would say the main people that come to see us are between twenty five and sixty. And they have probably had two things in their life that happened to them. This is a typical food bank client. So they maybe didn't have any savings. They might have been made redundant or become unemployed. Mm. And then they got a big bill or they didn't get their benefit quick enough. So those two things make them vulnerable enough to go and seek help and come to the food bank. Okay. And when people approach you, do they tend to be, um, you know, in an emergency situation or do you tend to find that, that they, they, they come knowing there's something on the horizon? How, how does it, you know, from that perspective? It usually works that they've been to a referral agent. We very rarely get people who come in off the street just on spec, as it were. Yeah. But they usually go to somewhere like Citizens Advice or maybe Heart district council or maybe sentinel social housing charity and hopefully they've got some long-term help for their needs mm-hmm. so we're only an emergency we're like a sticking plaster if you like yeah. but we hope to signpost them to long-term help so they've usually been for a chat got a voucher and then what we try to do is our main vision if you like is to not judge those people we try yeah. and settle down with a cup of tea maybe a quick chat and just say we're here to give you some emergency food, but 
have you got some long-term help? Because we're not professionals in that way, <laughs> but we hope that they can go further. It sounds incredibly rewarding and it sounds like it goes far beyond the food bank piece then, really. Yes, I mean, I can give you an example of something that struck me probably about a year ago now. I happened to be visiting one of the food banks, the Fleet Branch, and a young lady had come in. She's got a voucher, but she was very conscious of confidentiality. Mm. And so I had a chat with her and I said, look, you know, I'm not always here, but I'm happy to talk to you. Can you tell me more about your situation? Turns out that she'd was originally from Leicester. She'd lost all contact with her family because of domestic violence. And she'd actually been transferred to Fleet by the police. So she'd had a name change. She had completely uprooted her whole life. And she was quite emotional, but she just said as she left um, with the food parcel, she was very happy. And she said, I just hope I make some friends in Fleet. And thank goodness, she only had a couple of parcels. And she came back to us and said, you know what? They're really nice here. And that really is what the food bank is all about. Just those little bits of help yeah. to set someone up. Yeah, agreed. And and do you keep in contact with any former clients of yours that come back and now talk and either volunteer themselves or, or do they, they come back and talk to you about how you've helped them move on with their lives? Some of them do. Mostly it is completely confidential, so we don't um, have contact with them. If they want to send a thank you to us, Sometimes that happens. We had a client who asked us to do a charity uh, event uh, because she wanted to, for her employer where she'd got, she'd come to us unemployed and uh, got a food parcel. And probably about six months later, she was employed and she said, do you know what? I've talked to my employers and they've collected for you. You know, are you up for that? And we said, yes, that's a really nice thank you gift to us. And so she and she collects some food and funds for us. Oh, wow, that's really good. And how many families would you say in the in the Hart and Fleet area you support in a typical week or month? In a month, it's probably about 30. I would say over the whole food bank, last year we fed 1,200 people. Wow. And that's the whole Hart area, which is quite a big area. But then also we're probably about the same as Farnham and Basingstoke. But then... There are urban areas where I know they're a lot more busy, but we still need to help the people here. Yeah. And my best wish is that we we aren't needed in the future, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. Of course. We had a big surge after Christmas when typically people spend a lot of money on their children or maybe they might get into debt buying Christmas presents. And then there's a long gap before they get their benefits or their next salary which actually, if they're usually on, they're on minimum wage or zero hours contracts, our clients. Mm. So it won't be much, you know. And so what we tend to find is that in Fleet, especially, there are a lot of quite affluent, well-off people. And then there are some very poor people, which we maybe don't realise about. Yeah. I was guilty of that. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't really know three years ago that there were so many people who needed us. I, me, me too, to be honest, and um, and and I guess that that's a that's a lesson for us all. So, people like me and you, and and, and people listening to this podcast, how can we help um, these families? Well, you can help by if you go to the website um, heart.foodbank.org.uk. We have a shortage list 
which we publish. So certain types of food we do need and not others. So I would never ask anyone to give either baked beans or soup because <laughs> we get loads of those. But um, what we would like is that. Or if you give a monthly donation via standing order, that's on the website as well in my giving. And what that means is that we can do things like um, cookery courses or I can run training courses or we can keep our storage um funded really so i i think they're they're the two best things that people can do and and other than food is i mean i i know i donated a few years ago to a food bank in a different area um and i asked them specifically i rang in advance and said is there things they wanted and at the time they said that actually toiletries was a big thing that 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 had a really good shelf life but equally with the things that got donated the least is there any things like that that you think are of value yes absolutely we just had a big appeal um, after Mother's Day or around Mother's Day and also for Easter just to say would you like to give toiletries we focused on women's products um, uh, because people don't tend to think of those and toiletries toothpaste toothbrushes anything like that are really useful and of course they don't have a use-by date yeah. so it's really good for us because then we can not have any waste we don't have to throw things away but what we try and do is if you can imagine a person who is really down and out, if you give them something like a nice body shower, lotion or whatever, it really gives them a bit of a boost yeah. and uh, that's that's really good for them. And so it only costs us a little amount in our lo- you know, weekly yeah. shopping and it's good for them. Yeah, I agree. And, and so I have a load of stuff. How do I get it to you? So we've got in the three churches where we have our food bank branches they are fleet methodist church st barnabas and derby green and the life church in hook you can go and give products there or we have a collection box in fleet waitrose which is obviously longer opening hours Mm. because the churches only usually open at weekends and then also there's living stones and heart districts council they're open kind of monday to friday nine to five and you can actually give products there outside of of making donations christine how else can we get involved with the food bank well we have i'm the only paid member of staff as the manager of the food bank but i have uh, about 90 volunteers but we always need volunteers because we have periods like the summer holidays or we might have christmas when we are busier so if you get in touch with me at heart.foodbk at hotmail.co.uk I will let you know if you can volunteer and we'd be happy to have you on our team. All we need to do is give up a couple of hours a week or even a month and you can sort donations or maybe deliver the food or just look at the food and make sure it's okay. Okay, that sounds really good. And and so, so effectively we can either help out with sorting, we can help with deliveries and things like that? Anything like that. Okay. Usually people can't be full-time employees because... It's usually during the day that we need volunteers. But we have some part-time, um, you know, stay-at-home mums or maybe mums with small children. They can come along. And 
I think it's fantastic that they can just give up an hour or two and help out the food bank. Agreed. And, and, and obviously, I, I mean, I've got young children as well. Is it is I mean, do you have open days? Because I think some, you know, thinking of my children, I think sometimes we take for granted how good we have it. And do you do open days to, to help help children and adults, I guess, in the local area understand um, how you work and, and the impact that, that we can have helping others? Yes, actually, one of the things we're thinking of doing really soon, that's a good point, um, we're going to have like a stall outside Fleet Methodist Church and just open between three and four, maybe a bit longer, just to up the profile of the food bank, just straight across from Heatherside School, just to get people to know that it's open in their area. Okay. And one other thing that I'm really excited about is that on the 7th of May in Aldershot, at the garrison, we're going to be highlighting food bank there at a One New Healthy Eating Festival. And that's really good because we're going to be promoting how we can help people's nutrition by at least giving them something to eat that will stop them getting maybe junk food and takeaways. <laughs> so that will be good as well to promote um, the food bank to the wider audience if you like christine thank you very much for your time really appreciate all the hard work you're doing and hope we can help get more involvement get involved send your news and stories via fleetpodcast.co.uk so that's it for the first fleet podcast if you have a story we'd really like to hear from you go to the website fleetpodcast.co.uk and also please share links to this podcast on social media and if you know of a local band would really like to feature you please get in touch I've been Anthony. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening to the Fleet Podcast.